What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Game Time Decision here on Sack Kings Nation and on Dash Radio every single Friday. Joining me this week, man, I love this guy. I, I grew, we grew a show together when we worked That's together right. at Hoopball. <laughs> you know, his first name is Thunder, last name is Dan, but we always go call him by his last name because, well, that's cooler. Thunder Dan, Dan Bespris. What's going on, Dan? How you doing? Miracle man, my old buddy. What a joy. I, I love when we get together because before we go on air, we can talk, tell stories about when uh, Fantasy NBA Today was in its infancy and uh, I was recording in one of the little corners of a minor league baseball press box. Shh, don't tell anyone. I was still employed there at the time. Uh, <laughs> Those are the days, man. We're all grown up now. I remember I used to do a podcast, and I'm like, oh, we have to get a show? Yeah, okay, um, let me get in my car, and I want to park <laughs> in a random spot in a parking lot, and I'm going to try and be as quiet and as loud as possible all at the same time, just so you guys can hear me. That was uh, the good old days, Dan. How you been? Uh, things are good. Uh, kiddos in preschool. I was complaining to you about how we had to do drop-off in a thunderstorm this morning, but... Um, Otherwise, hanging in there, just uh, just sort of plodding along. Big big projects we're trying to churn out at Hoop Ball, and overall, you know, man, you're a dad. Every day sort of just revolves around what the kids' schedule is. Right. Every day there's something new happening. It's a job that that never changes, but always changes all at the same time. Uh, Dan, you you mentioned Hoop Ball. There's a lot of big things coming. I know what's coming this year. I mean, I've been I've been around it. You know, I, I, I while I was over there and. Coming up soon, February 7th, the NBA trade deadline. A big thing for you guys over there at Hoop Ball, the, the, you know, the trade deadline show. Is that something that's still happening this year? Oh, you know it. Uh, what are you doing? Are you, you got a day job, huh? We, I can't steal you during the day anymore. No, well, I, I make my own schedule, Dan. If you need me, oh, me know. Oh, intriguing. Intriguing. The miracle <laughs> man makes his own. What a la dee da over there. Yeah, it's a trade deadline live show at Hoop Ball. It's the it's arguably the biggest one single thing we do during the year, uh, just in terms of like a live thing. And obviously the B-150 and the draft guide, those are bigger in total. But we go 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific time Thursday morning, trade deadline morning. Uh, and we're just going to be, it's going to be all of the hoop ball pros. I'll be there for the full four hours and completely exhausted by the end. And literally the second anything breaks, we will break it down that you don't have to, you know, you watch the, like the NBA TV coverage or the ESPN coverage. You got to wait for commercial breaks and you got to wait for Woj to read his tweets out loud. You don't have to wait for that nonsense with us. I will literally interrupt anybody to tell you something that flashes across my Twitter timeline. We will be the fastest to every piece of news, and I hope you guys can join us. It's going to be live on YouTube, so it's super easy to follow. YouTube.com slash hoopball. I think it's, you know, I don't know how that works. It's YouTube.com slash C, I think, slash hoopball, right? I think there's a C in there for channel. Try YouTube.com slash C slash hoopball, or you can just follow us on Twitter, at uh, Dan Bespris. I'll be tweeting about it for, oh. like, the five days leading up to the show anyway. Fun fact, if you just type in hoop ball in the search, you guys are the number one thing that pops up. Boom, did my research. Damn right. Did my, <laughs> Damn right did my research for you, Dan. I was ready. I was Thank ready. You. Uh, you know, Speaking of that show, it's it that, that thing, you know, I, I was there for the first two years. I mean, hopefully I can join you guys uh, this year again. Um, you, you guys get these revolving guests, and I know that you – 
you know, you had uh, a lot of your staff on there, some of them that don't get to make the podcast all the time. You've had them on to give their opinion. Uh, you, you had uh, the Was, the Was, I, I can't remember their name, the, the guy you do a podcast with. I'm oh, uh, the Welsh, Bob the Welsh, the Welsh Brad, uh, in this league. Yeah, I think they're going to be back with us again this year. Yeah, so, so are you guys uh, intending on bringing in more guests this year, the same guests? What's that plan like? Oh, man, uh, it's going to come down to uh, what the producer decides, and that guy is me also. So <laughs> we'll figure it out. I just have to try to figure out how I can fit everybody onto the, the show without sort of losing the, the point of the show, which is to follow everything going on. Because if you get like five people... That's great when no news is breaking, but if something goes down and you got half a dozen human beings all trying to yell about it at the same time. So I'm going to try to schedule things as best I can. My guess is that we'll have anywhere between like two and ten different voices over the course of those four hours. But uh, the one that most people want is is Aaron Bruski, and he'll be there for it. So that's that's our that's our big fish that has no choice but to actually sit in the boat for four hours. Right. He's he's the captain of the ship. He's got to sit in the boat the entire time, no matter if it's sailing well or starting to sink. And hopefully, right. you know, it'll sell well. It normally always does. Uh, this is game time decision. Like I said, Dan Bestbris Dan Bestbris from hoopdashball.com joins me on the show this week. Uh, it's an NBA podcast, fantasy basketball podcast. It's a brand new show. This is episode seven. Seven? Yeah, episode seven. Uh, I'm asking myself here because I don't remember and I had to check my little scheduling sheet here. This is episode seven. Um, Dan, there's not a lot of news going on in the NBA today, so I thought I'd just bring you on to just talk about nothing. Oh, wait. Breaking news from last week. Anthony Davis has requested a trade. I don't know if you got to talk about it. A lot. I mean, since the news came out on Monday, um, mm, just a bit. What is what is your thoughts on this Anthony Davis situation? Is it one of those things? Because this is me. I'll, I'm going to tell you mine. I want to see if you agree or what your what your thoughts are. Because for me, I believe that Anthony Davis is going to stay a Pelican throughout the rest of this season. And honestly, he may have played his last game as a Pelican already this season. And Oof, man. That's that's a rough one. I know we got that report that surfaced this morning, uh, Thursday morning, that from Mark Stein saying that the the New Orleans management had talked about potentially just shutting him down until they can figure out a way to move him. Because basically, and I understand that perspective, the only thing that can truly screw this up for New Orleans is if Anthony Davis suffers a six to 12 month injury. That would make it a lot harder for them to get uh, proper value for their superstar. You know, it's kind of like what happened to Boogie last year where he went down and somebody, nobody really knew when he was coming back or how good he would be. It becomes a, a great deal harder to either move a guy like that. And for him, they just you know didn't pick up his option, didn't re-sign him. But with Anthony Davis, let's say he let's say he suffers something debilitating and he's not due back until like February of next year. That's a tough guy to move. That's a tough guy to get a, a full rebuild for. If Anthony Davis is healthy, and he obviously has requested the trade, so that part is already set in stone, the Pelicans can get most likely enough stuff to basically just rebuild from trading one guy because he's that good. He's he's a team-changing, he's an organization-changing talent. I think he does play again this year. I'm I'm a little bit less doom and gloom than that report would suggest. Uh, it sounds like he's close to being available. I think as just a player, he's going to want to get out there. And even if it's for 
you know, the next four weeks or something like that. Pelicans are going to get eliminated from playoff contention. It'll probably happen without two to two and a half weeks left in the season, maybe a little bit more than that. At that point, he's done almost for certain. But in between when he in between the trade deadline and that moment, I think you do see some Anthony Davis still playing for New Orleans. I think the fans would go. uh, They're already upset, but all these season ticket holders, they still want to see him play a few more times. So I'm somewhere between full doom and gloom and rosy optimism. The reason why I just don't see Anthony Davis playing is one, I don't know if you heard this, but they've taken him out of the the tribute video to the team, like right before intros. He's not even yeah, on that. That's messed up. Yeah, that's messed up. While he's still there in a suit, showing up to games, supporting his teammates, he's he's not even on that video anymore. Like he's he already not dinner, a part of the right? team. Didn't he yeah. take his teammates out to like the sweet seafood dinner before yeah. their last ball game? He's he still loves these guys. I, he just wanted more him. in that place. I respect him, honestly. Like, the the fact that he, Drew Holiday, came out and said, you know, like, yeah, he told us before, you know, the news even broke. Like, he, he was a man about it. He came up and, and just said, hey, look, I know this is supposed to be our team. I just don't feel like we're heading in the right direction, and I want to dictate where I want to play. And I think I think players have the rights to do that as well. I This is my question for you, though, Dan. If Anthony Davis does ultimately trade ultimately does get traded which you know is expected to happen whether now or this summer what happens to that team is drew holiday still on that team especially after comments of saying he was 90 percent of the reason why i stayed or is his contract a little too too rich for it to move right away because also there's reports that you know they're going to try and bring in lonzo ball and drew holiday doesn't really want to be the point guard and if you're already rebuilding is he really going to be one of your centerpieces i mean he's a great point guard but does he want to be that centerpiece for a rebuild what are your thoughts on drew holiday moving forward so if i'm the pelicans on this one uh you got to go full explosion detonate the whole thing that's the the smartest move is to not hover in that in between because if you end up with Drew Holiday and Julius Randle and Nico Miritich, you're going to be good enough to win, you know, 25 to 30 games a year, and that's good enough to miss the playoffs and also miss the the top of the lottery. Uh, that being said, it's hard, Vince, to trade superstars. It's hard to trade one, let alone multiple of them. So yes, I think they should try to move him. That should be one of their main goals leading up to the deadline. Just blow it up because if AD's gone, they're not, they are no longer a contender in any way, shape, or form. But do I think it's going to happen? I'm a little bit hesitant on that. It's just you, you want to, if you're Dell Demps, you want to make sure you're getting, again, proper value back for your guys and you've got Holiday under contract for a couple years. So there isn't quite the same insane rush uh, that there might be, maybe, you know, if his contract is coming off the books. The, the key, I think, is going to be for them to move these guys before next season begins. Because if you're going to go into a full rebuild, you have to be terrible from game, or game, game, game one. Dame I can say, I can one. Speak, really, I promise. I'm combining the word game and day uh, into dame. You have to be bad from day one next year. So uh, they want to also probably get Boston involved on the Anthony Davis side, at least to use them as leverage, if nothing else. I think most of this stuff goes down in the offseason, but yes, they should be trying to move all of these guys at one time. From a fantasy perspective, let's look at Anthony Davis once again. Fantasy perspective, do you, if you are an Anthony Davis owner, season long, look to sell high now, or because of these reports of, hey, he's already talked to the coach, 
You know, he he plans to play out this season no matter what. Are are you skeptical? Because I am. I don't think that the Pelicans are going to risk it. Like, especially like this is my mindset. If I'm the Pelicans, you already know you're losing Anthony Davis. You're five and a half games out of the eighth seed right now. There's no easy wins moving forward for them. I mean, they got a big win against the Rockets, which was great, but then they lost last night to the Nuggets. Uh, is it time to just start tanking for Zion? Find out it's, what picks you hey. can get from Boston and you know, let Anthony Davis stay healthy. Because like you said, it would completely ruin their plans of whatever they're trying to do if Anthony Davis suffers an injury, an Achilles injury like a boogie, or a knee injury like Derrick Jones Jr. just suffered, which was just a freak accident, just him trying to lift up off the ground. Looks like he slipped and his knee just popped. It's like anything like that could happen. There's no real need for me in my eyes for the Pelicans to play Anthony Davis. So if you're an owner of him, season-long whatever, are you looking to trade him right now? So I'm glad you brought that up because I have some pretty strong thoughts about what scenarios that make sense. Uh, number one, they have, I believe, it's the 10th worst record in the NBA. So it's sort of too late for a full tank. You're, their odds of sneaking up into that range to get uh, a team-changing guy in the draft is is pretty low. Yes, they're third from the bottom in the Western Conference, uh, but there are seven teams in the Eastern Conference that have a worse record than the Pelicans. That's the the magic of the Eastern Conference. Uh, in terms of fantasy stuff, uh, I believe that there's a narrow window of teams that should be trying to trade for Anthony Davis, and I think there is also a narrow window of teams that should be trading away Anthony Davis. Uh, I'll start on the on the front end of that one. Should you acquire him? Because because right now his stock is as low as it's going to get at any point during the season uh, outside of a full shutdown alert. Uh, he's been amazing all year long, but the rumor swirling about him just never coming back has totally tanked his value. I saw people talking on Twitter about how their leagues, people were sending Terry Rozier for Anthony Davis offers in their leagues just to sort of spike the owner. Disrespectful. Yeah, mean. But that's what his value is right now. Nobody wants to touch him. He's radioactive. I think the team that should be looking to get Anthony Davis is the team in fourth or fifth or sixth place that's not good enough to win money in a head-to-head or a roto league. You're out of the money. You're not going to beat those first or second place teams if you're in a head-to-head format where if the trade doesn't work out, you're still not good enough to win the money in those leagues. So it's sort of a a minimal risk proposition where you go from having like a 4% chance of winning some money in your league to 1% or 0%. However, if he does come back and they decide to just treat the fans to Anthony Davis for a month and a half, you could turn your team from a 5th or 4th place team into a 2nd or 3rd place team. And then suddenly now you're competitive in your league. You might win money if it's Roto because... I mean, crap, Anthony Davis is like one and a third James Harden's this year. That's how impressive he's been from a fantasy perspective. That, to me, is where you roll the dice. If your team is already really good, don't risk it. If your team is terrible, you can't afford to take that risk. you got to try to climb some other way. On the flip side, and then, Vince, you can cut me off because, you know, I like to monologue. <laughs> the teams that should be trading away Anthony Davis to me, are the ones that are also kind of in that same general area and also all the way to the bottom. If you're if you're a bad team and you're in like eighth place and sitting on an injured that may never return Anthony Davis, you got to sort of take whatever beans you can for him at this point. Uh, maybe it'll grow a beanstalk. I don't know. But you need something. If you're going to make a push, you need 
good players and you need them to be healthy. Uh, if you're at the very top of the charts and Anthony Davis is the reason your team got to where you are, I think you could potentially look at moving him. But I think you'd in that spot, you really have to get somebody back who's inside the top 15. And I don't think you can do that right now. And then if you're in that in-between, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth area, and you're sitting on an Anthony Davis, that's a spot where I think you actually need to continue to sit on him because your only hope of making a push in your league is him coming back and being good. So, and now I'll stop talking for a minute. So, Dan, I, I have Anthony Davis in one of my leagues. I am in a 12-man league, 9-cat. My offer was Anthony Davis and Spencer Didwitty, who's on IL. For D'Angelo Russell, Miles Turner, and I believe it's Robert Covington. And I'm debating in my head if I should take that. What place are you in right now? I'm in fifth. Uh, I think you got to hold AD. You think so? I See, my, yeah. my, my thing is D'Angelo Russell, arguably an all-star this year. And uh, I have some... I have some more questions for you. We're not going to talk about Anthony Davis the whole time, and I know I know we're kind of short on time, so I got to rush it here. But I know this is a big topic that everyone wanted us to talk about. Of course. Uh, I my my feeling is is that Anthony Davis doesn't play again, and that's what makes me a little nervous. From you know the reports that I've read, the fact that you know even you mentioned it, the value in what he brings in potentially restarting this franchise. Uh, as a trade asset, you, you kind of don't want to risk a, a situation of you know something scary happening like a like a boogie or a Derek Jones Jr. or maybe even like a Derek Rose, something a freak accident. You don't want that to happen. So why would they play him? I I mean honestly, I was trying to get a Drew Holiday. That guy's not letting him go. D'Angelo Russell's a borderline All Star. Miles Turner, I believe his usage is going to start going up with Oladipo out. I think they're going to really start looking to see what he can be as a strong number two option, number one option, just for the fact because he can stretch the floor out and play really good defense. And then to get Rocco possibly coming back, I mean, I'm getting defense and offense for a guy that gives me all of that one player. Eh, it's a tempting offer, Dan, but you, you're saying no. Yeah, I'm saying no, mostly because, not because I don't think it's it's even remotely close to fair in this climate it's not the worst offer on the table I just I don't know if those guys get your team over the hump I guess it comes down to Vince what's the goal with your team right now you're in fifth place is your goal to hang on and make the playoffs or is your goal to uh, get to the finals because if that's the case uh, I, I think AD is probably the the ticket to get there because you've got now three roster spots taken up so you're AD and then Dinwiddie, who you said is on IL, you're probably going to have to drop a guy no, or two, a, depending on how that goes. Open, I have an open roster spot. Yeah. And then so, Ro and then Rocco still goes on the IL where I have Dinwiddie, so I still have that open roster spot. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm still passing. AD's just, he's so incredible. And to me, you got to get someone back in an AD trade that's inside the top 15. And Covington is close. Uh, but he's also hurt, and you know he's, they said he's ramping up. But what did that mean? I think the report was that he was like on a stationary bike, so it could still be another two I think or after three all weeks. On break. Yeah, I think that's after the All Star break. Uh, fan question that came in right before the show from Den Denver Fandom. Uh, it's a Denver Nuggets trade for Anthony Davis. Who says no? Gary Harris and Paul Millsap for Anthony Davis and Solomon Hill. I said now, that you're going to need to throw in some picks, and I also said that the New Orleans Pelicans will laugh you off the phone. 
Um, but what are your thoughts? No. Wait, is it this is a reality trade or fantasy trade? No, this is a reality trade. Oh. Paul Millsap and Gary Harris and a first. No. For Anthony Davis and Solomon Hill. Their argument so, their argument is it re, it takes they take on Solomon Hill's contract, they take away Anthony Davis, they get a good power forward in Paul Millsap with one year left, four years of Gary Harris and a first round pick. My thing is is they're getting Anthony Davis so they aren't offering enough when they could potentially yeah, not, be getting Jay. Not even close. Right. Not even close. The Nuggets have have way better assets that they could be throwing into a trade than an injury-prone Gary Harris, an old Paul Millsap on a giant contract that runs for another couple uh, year, I think, after this one. Isn't there another yeah, season one, on that one deal? Year, one year left on his deal after this season. Yeah. No, thank you. If yeah. you're sending me a contract, it better be expiring. I don't want to be paying these guys to keep me in that middling range. Denver, if I'm Dell Demps, I'm getting on the phone and I'm saying, you better throw in someone who's younger, who has a higher ceiling, and I want more than one pick from a team that's in the top five in the NBA right now. Uh-uh. Rejected. Yeah, I'd, I would laugh them off the phone. If Jamal Murray, Will Barton, and Gary Harris all are not in this trade offer, it's not happening. There's yeah, no way. I want one of those young guys. I want one of those young guys for sure. And they've got uh, Michael Porter, what young guy who hasn't played at all. They've got, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want like 45-year-old Paul Millsap in a deal. No, thank you. Uh, around the horn now, now Dan, these are these are news reports that I've seen around the NBA starting from early this morning. One is that Aaron Gordon is on the trade market. Buy or sell? Uh, do I believe it? You mean? Uh, buy or sell on Aaron Gordon this season, and also, yeah, I guess, do you believe the news? I do believe the news, and I don't want Aaron Gordon on my fantasy team or really my reality team. I think, I mean, I would take him if I could get him for nothing. Uh, but to me, he's done the weird Blake Griffin like move farther and farther away from the bucket thing, and maybe it's just the way Orlando runs their offense. So. Uh, he's young enough where you can still salvage this thing, but that kid ain't going to the rim nearly enough anymore. Uh, he can't shoot free throws. No, thank you. Toronto Raptors, a team to be in the Anthony Davis sweepstakes. Buy or sell that news? Buy. I buy that news. That was one of my comments from earlier this week. That's the team that needs to be going all freaking in. They have everything to gain and nothing to lose one guy could convince the other to stay. Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, that's a championship contender. Uh, and it's every reason for a guy like Kawhi to re-up. Plus, you get the extra year on Anthony Davis, because then if Kawhi goes somewhere else, you spend that last year trying to trade Anthony Davis, you get yourself into a rebuild that way. I'm telling you, man, they got the assets for it. I know they love Pascal Siakam, but he's not Anthony Davis. Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, throw in some first, get those contracts, Jonas Valanciunas, Go ahead and throw that guy up in there. Make it work. Make yep. it work. As a Laker fan, by the way, that's the team that terrifies me the most on the Anthony Davis stuff. Not Boston. It's Toronto. What about the Sixers? Just throwing that name out there real quick. I don't think they're going to do it. You think Sixers, they're, too are, they're too shy about moving their, their key pieces. I think they're holding on to everything. Buy or sell D'Angelo Russell as an all-star? Uh... I'm going to go sell on this one. And I guess, you know what, you could use the it is the Eastern Conference thing. And he has taken some pretty big strides forward. I just think he's, this is a spot where he's very close. And if he had done it from the first day of the year, I might say yes. 
he's a bubble guy for me. So I'm going to I'm going to walk I'm going to toe the line and I'm going to say sell but barely. Buy or sell Carmelo Anthony returns to the Knicks this season. <laughs> Uh, bye, because why the hell not? I would I love it. I would yeah. love it. I want him back in a Knicks uniform. I want him back wearing that number seven. And guess what? I want to buy one of those Knicks jerseys when he returns. I want I want fat, hoodie, mellow jersey. That's what I want. That's exactly what tanking. What better way to tank than put Mellow out there to take 20 shots a night? Exactly. Let him score 64. Let him score. Yeah. Let, him just, let him just build his it ain't happening in New York. I love it. It I love sounds it. amazing, but it ain't happening. Last last buy, the Lakers will offer the juggernaut deal to land Anthony Davis before the February 7th trade deadline. Yeah, apparently if Dell Demps ever picks up his phone, uh, they should. This is this is the moment, Lakers. This is what you've been acquiring all of these number two picks for. Send them out, man. You got a free agency coming up with LeBron and Anthony Davis on your team. You can get plenty of of Kyle Corvers on the veterans minimum to fill out the roster. Make the move. Give them anything they want. Literally any player on the roster. All right, Dan, that was around the horn. We are running short on time. I know, you know, you got a busy schedule. I got a little bit of a busy schedule today, but <laughs> I, I, I told I told fans that I was bringing you on, and we barely talked about fantasy except for only about Anthony Davis. So, uh, I have a few fantasy questions. Rapid fire once again. It's not going to be buy or sell. It's more of just going to be your opinion as quickly as possible right before yeah. we hit that 33-minute mark. So, Dan, how's your yes. team doing? Because it seems like your team is getting healthy according to the Dan Bespris tweets. Yeah, we're finally getting healthy. Uh, it's been it's been a haul, man. I had a stretch where there were anywhere from five to eight guys out on my team. Luckily, a couple of my clubs are really good. You know, from you and I have talked many times, I'm a very safe drafter. So I always have those top two or three guys that are generally uh, durable and solid, if unspectacular at times. So it kind of helps float my teams. I think one club fell as far as sixth place when everybody was hurt, but I'm about 45 games behind most everybody else in, in the games cap format. So things are good, man. Things are good. What uh, what's that player in your mind? I guess not. Let me ask this question a little bit better. What's the player that keeps being brought up to you in your you know your Q and A's every Friday with Aaron Bruski on Hoopball on YouTube.com and check them out on iTunes. Subscribe, leave a rating. Uh, Hoop-Ball.com. <laughs> when you when you're doing your guys' show, who's that that player that continues to be brought up as should I trade him? And let's say it's a first or second round player. Who's that guy? Because for me, when I get asked that question, it's always, should I sell high on a Joel Embiid? Should I sell high on a Kyrie Irving? You know, these are players that kind of have that potential of being shut down just because of their injury history. They're going to lock down a seed early. The playoffs are, you know, kind of in that in-between stage. Who's that player for you, whether it's in that first or second round of players? You know, we haven't had too many of those high round guys in the Q&As. It's usually the the more fringy dudes trying to fill out a roster with some upside. We've been getting asked a lot all season long about Jonathan Isaac, who's finally, finally starting to show some signs of life. Thank goodness for that. Although I had to cut him uh, because of all my other injuries. I just needed people that were actually doing stuff in the healthy roster slots. Uh, and then the other ones lately has been this rash of centers that's popped up on the wire, Vince. I'm sure you've seen a bunch of them. Uh, Thomas Bryant, Ante Zizic, Larry Nance. Uh, let's see, where else are we going on this stuff? Uh, yeah, Kenneth Fareed has been a big one lately. Jaleel Okafor. 
Okafor. There's been like seven or eight centers that have surfaced as viable fantasy assets. To me, that, I think, is the story over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and apparently this morning, uh, news breaking that Kevin Love went through five-on-five five practice. So he's now getting close to returning. So this is the the weeks of the centers in fantasy sports, which is a shame because I had no healthy centers for literally three full weeks. It would have been really nice if this had happened in late December. So now you guys know what he'll be talking about in the beginning of his show today. And this is the show's name is going to be The Week of Centers. I, I, <laughs> I came up with a title for you. Uh, last one here, Dan. Kimball Walker. He is one of those players that kind of has been a little bit of a roller coaster ride for me in one of my leagues. Uh, I've been debating on if I'm going to trade him. And I'm keeping with the high-end players because these low-end players, they're, I mean, I can just find somebody else, I'm, I'm especially in my competitive leagues. Kemba Walker, he's putting up, well, he's ranked number 22 right now, according mm-hmm. to Basketball Monster. Man, I really want to trade him. I don't know what it is. There's this gut feeling that the Charlotte Hornets are about to fall off a cliff. Do you watch these Hornets play? They're bad. They're so yeah, they're boring good. to watch, and I just feel like they're going to start falling off a cliff here. And I'm, please, Charlotte fans, you know, don't don't be mad at me. I'm just saying their offense looks horrible. Their defense looks atrocious. Al Horford went off on them the other day in like one quarter. I had him in my DFS lineup. He scored like 20 FanDuel points in the first quarter. That was ridiculous. You they, know, uh, just to jump in, it, under un, under uh, noticed situation for the Hornets has been the absence of Cody Zeller. Yeah, they need for sure. They need him more than I think people realize. That the backup center situation out there is just horrendous with Bismack Biombo and Willie Hernan Gomez, where you play a guy who can only play defense and has zero offensive skill, or a guy who has some offensive skill and zero defensive skill. They uh, they desperately need Cody Zeller back, just as kind of the glue guy uh, for that team. I think, Vince, on the Kemba front, you might have sort of missed your window to get a great player back, but I see no reason why you couldn't try to make a one-for-one swap for someone ranked, you know, within four or five slots of him in fantasy sports. And just, if you're hunting a, a different stat category... I'm hunting Drew Holiday. I'm hunting yeah. Drew Holiday. Yeah, you ain't getting Drew. For- <laughs> I know, that's the thing. I'm hunting Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is that player I want. The usage is about to be up. He's no doubt their best player, both offensively and defensively. His rest of season outlook looks amazing as long as the Pelicans continue to compete the way that they are. I love Drew Holiday, and I well, want him on my team. now, because he's the only healthy player on that team right now. They've got uh, Etwan Moore out, Julius Randle out, Nico Miritich out. Obviously, Anthony Davis is out. I have the offer. Uh, this is probably not the time to try to get Drew Holiday because it's going to take. I, I have the offer, though, Dan. Guy. I have the offer. Are you ready? You ready All for right. this? This is the offer, and this is how we're going to end I'm, the show. I'm skeptical. <laughs> Be skeptical. It's it's the best offer they're ever going to get. Are they? Are you ready? I'm ready. Kemba Walker and Hassan Whiteside for Drew Holiday. Boom. I don't want it. Hassan Whiteside has been two point eight uh, blocks, two point four blocks per game. Yeah, but he's, he's he's turned himself into the worst free throw punt guy in the NBA somehow. He's boo boo. I get it. I understand, but I want Drew Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I get trades to happen. I have this. I have this way about myself where I can talk to people. You guy, you 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 know Dan. You remember those trades I used to make on the show? They were yeah, ridiculous. Were they were crazy. And guess what? Some of them worked out. I got Giannis this year. Someone traded me Giannis into Tacumpo. This is ridiculous. I traded away Ben Simmons, Devin Booker, and Boogie Cousins for Giannis into Tacumpo and Hassan Whiteside. 
That's what mm. happened. And now I want to. I don't know how you're going to get rid of Hassan Whiteside, though. Dude has been outside the top 150 for like two months thanks to. He's shooting like 25% from the free throw line over that stretch. It's something that's just almost unbelievable. Horrible. And his canter, will he be a Hornet by the end of the trade deadline? Because I believe he will be. I hope so. I I don't think he. Well, he won't be a Nick by the end of the trade deadline. How about that? He's going to go someplace where he gets 20 to 22 minutes a game and he's going to be worth owning again. Two places I want him to go. I either want him to go to the Hornets or I want him to go back to OKC. Why do I want him to go back to OKC? Just because I think it would be awkward with him and Russell Westbrook after all that crap he was talking. I just think it would be <laughs> funny. I, I want him back there. I love it. Also, put campaign back in OKC. That's that's another thing I'm promoting. Dan, thank you so much for joining me this week. Uh, you're my very first guest on this show. and I think, yeah. I think it went amazing. Thunder Dan, coming and bringing the thunder to the show. Game time decision. Before I let you go. Please tell the fans where they can find you online, listen to your show, and all the good stuff you got coming up either this week and next week. I will just say follow me on Twitter because everything else I do, I tweet about. It's at Dan Bespris, D-A-N-B-E-S-B-R-I-S. That is, again, at Dan Bespris on Twitter. You can find the show there. You can find the live shows there. You can find our DFS contests there. Uh, where Vince was a guest pro in our DFS contest a couple weeks ago. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, that's right. It's growing. It's fun. It's good stuff. I lose every week, but it's still fun. <laughs> it is. It is. I just I just won two hundred dollars on FanDuel. Oh man, I gotta get. I gotta win something. Anything at all. I'm not a DFS guy, but I'm learning. I'm hey, learning. What's uh What's some of the new stuff going on at Hoop Ball? I know that you mentioned you know the, the the trade deadline show that we talked about, but you know I know you guys work hard over there. I know you guys got an amazing staff. Like I said, Aaron Bruski at the helm. You guys are getting stuff done. What's I, I see you guys are starting to build team shows. Is that what I saw earlier? You guys are just building team shows now and, and, and a yeah. DFS show? We got some Kings shows. We got some Lakers show. We got some uh, Nets show going on. That's uh, the, the Kings and the Nets shows are just outstanding. Those are uh, the Nets show is our newest one. Uh, we got team coverage that's building out. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. We're 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 toiling behind the scenes to try to make sure we can get all this stuff out to you. And it's mostly right now, it's sort of long-term project time of the year. Once you once you get through the new year, you focus on what you can start to build towards for the following season while also making sure that everybody gets the latest news. By the way, Luke Cornett listed as probable. Just got that news coming across the wire. I think he's worth a grab in New York. Uh, so there's that's my, my final thought. Go add Luke Cornett. Go add Luke Cornett. Thunder Dan joins Game Time Decision this week. You guys go follow Dan Bespris on Twitter at Dan Bespris. Bespris is spelled B-E-S-B-R-I-S. I've been your host, Vince Miracle. You guys can follow me on all social media platforms of at VM Center. This show has been brought to you by FanDuel.com. For all you DFS players, go to FanDuel.com. Use promo code SATKINGSNATION, and they will match up to your first deposit up to $500. This show is also brought to you by SATKINGSNATION.com. Everyone go to SATKINGSNATION.com for all of that in-depth coverage of the Sacramento Kings. BrickHouseIndustries.com. You guys go check them out for any hats, shirts, and socks. And be sure to use promo code KINGSCOURT and you will get a 10% discount on any of your purchases. Again, Dan Bestfrist from Hoop-Ball.com joined the show this week. We are back every single Friday on Dash Radio and a pod. You know, at some point during the week, we'll probably have more. It's coming. Everything's coming together. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Dan, one more time for joining the show. And until next time, NBA fans, bye-bye.